We had a slight problem whilst recording the Seven Ball Breakfast Show today. We didn't know at the time, but uh, there's a little bit of overmodulation uh, for um, mainly for people who don't know what that means. That means there is some distortion. So I'm very sorry, and I can't even blame Barry for this. Uh, I'm going to. It was all his fault. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host Andy Clark and his hangers-on Evil Barry Kirby and Peter Street on Seven FM. Yes, we are back. Hello. The four, the four of us, three of us are back together, aren't we? And on there is four. There's the dog. Where? Oh yeah. Hello, I Kano. I was already said there could be four of us, but I did leave my ego outside, so that, that's all right. Yeah, I don't believe that. <laughs> so who's that skinny bro next to you, man? I don't know. He, he resembles a guy who we used to uh, do the breakfast show with, a guy called Pete Street. But I remember this, him. This is a sort of a uh, skinny latte version. It is a very skinny latte version, isn't it? What, what's going on there then, Pete? Good diet. Is diet it? and fitness. Diet and fitness. What are you eating? A lot of lettuce. A lot of lettuce? Yeah, oh, that with the teeth. I see. Have you cut out milk? No. That's a good one to cut out. No, I might need to go on the soya milk for purposes. Actually, soya milk's alright. No, it's, no, it's grim. Are you trying to soya cream? Right you haven't gone down the crazy route of, sorry, you haven't gone down the route of, um... Corn and stuff like that, have you? No, no, it's just um, a Weight Watchers diet. Doing well, mate. You, I, you just look so different. Enjoy the gym. Yay! Start tennis lessons on Monday. Check you out, girlfriend. I'm hoping, though, that I'm going to be teached by um, Maria Sharapova. Taught. Taught. <laughs> what school <laughs> is it? <laughs> Gloucester. Gloucester. So you're going to you're going to be taught by Maria Sharapova. Yeah, she's nice. But I'll probably get taught by um, Aratanova. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he will. Or the other one. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, that's, he looks good, yeah, doesn't he? Well, well done, mate. That's really good stuff. Tough. He, do, he does, he does. What about you, Barry? What have you been doing? Round as well. You've been... rode your bike round? Check Um, I've been working just for change, and I've been playing with speed guns. Wow. Um, they hurt, don't they? Oh, no, that's real guns, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then... Oh, I've, I've had some bad news. Oh, go on. We've had a new addition to the family. Oh, really? Lovely in-laws landed. Oh, no. Yeah. She's here. Herself. Yeah, she... Well, From not America. Here. Yeah, but she's... Uh, she's she stayed with us for three whole weeks. So how's that going to work out? Um, I'm going to be out a lot. Uh, you're in here a lot. Yeah, yeah. Good man. Yeah. The bar is always open for you. Is she <laughs> listening? Oh, I, I hope not. Morning, <laughs> Barry's no. mother-in-law. <laughs> Hello, Barry Kirby from Kingsway's <laughs> mother-in-law. How you doing? So, has she got an American accent yet? Um, no, not really. They call her over there the English Rose. The English Rose, do they? Yes, because um, because of the way that she speaks and things. So that's um, really. No, she. It's it's joking aside. It's really quite nice because obviously with them living in the states and stuff, they Amanda doesn't see them very often. Ah, so, that's nice. Yes. So from Amanda's point of view, that's all really quite nice, and the kids love it as well. So oh, well, that cool. is good, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. That's, that, that's just my insurance, just in case she was. Just listening. in case she was and listening. Then, um, I bailed myself out with that one. Do you think I did all right? I think you did very well, oh, mate. Yeah, actually, to be honest, I think you got way with that one perfectly. To be honest, absolutely spot on. So what you been doing this week, um, Pete? Not a lot, really. Normal work and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And right. Jim. You've been doing gym? I'm doing gym, yeah. Always oh. gym. <laughs> Twice <laughs> this week. <laughs> Hard work at all. Uh, I've been up to London a couple of times this week and I look. That's I don't know why I'm talking like that because nobody I work with talks like that. Apart from everybody. That's it, true story. Trains. Trains have been late, haven't they, because of this Reading thing. But apparently it's going to be a lot better. Ten, ten platforms. Ten through Ooh. tracks. 
Wow. And they look really nice. They look, almost look very sort of like um, the uh, DLR type thing. Have you been through Reading this yes. week? Yes. Oh, no, I've been through Reading. I've been through the DLR. It's all enclosed and it's oh. very nice. Do you ever stop at Reading? Yes. Oh, no, okay. Not get out, no, but we had to stop. No, no, but do, do you ever get out and make use of the station? Um, I did a while ago. Very noisy, dirty, but this is a different station, though. Very different. Mm, okay. they clo- they're closing the old one. Oh, so it's a brand new station? Brand new station. Oh, yeah. I think, well, I think cool. so, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I was looking for trains last night to Canterbury. Well, you can find them, right? If you go to a, where is it, the railway <laughs> station. <laughs> is that yeah. where they yeah, are? They're yeah, qu- they're quite common there, yeah. I find, yeah. We've got something to talk about anyway, the railway station, but yeah, go on. How expensive it is to go on a train, you know. Oh, general, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, like, you could you could fly to Spain for less. Mm. You can. Well, we looked at it, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> when we were looking to do that road trip up north. Oh, Roger over there. Sort of saying, no, Roger irrelevant. Sorry, it's not irrelevant at all. No, I <laughs> When we looked at oh. that road trip up north, we sort of said, oh, let's get some tickets early when oh, we go yeah. up on the train. Yeah. And it was like 230 quid. Yes. Like, what? You know, one could drive up there for 60. Yeah, exactly. And if they're late, you don't get any money back. No. It's or if they don't turn up, and you just get that thing saying, oh, I'm sorry, the uh, the 10.15 t- from Cheltenham Station has been cancelled. Yeah, it goes like this, doesn't it? It's two minutes late, it's three minutes late, it's four minutes late, it's five minutes late, on time, cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just bizarre. We got a bit of an Austin Paris theme today. It's all oh. music from the Austin Paris films. So hopefully no one from the MCPS is listening. There's, they don't like that. There is a slight. Do you know what? You, you probably won't believe this, but I've never ever seen an Austin Paris film. I don't behave, believe that, baby. <laughs> no, you will have heard some of this music though. I've heard the music. So what we're going to do is we're going to play um, this first one. is is a band called Ming T, which actually is um, what's his name? His name's not Austin Paris. What's his name? Mike Myers. Mike Myers. This is Mike Myers singing this, believe it or not. Very, very, very true story. This is called BBC, which is appropriate. Things have been happening with the BBC. We're back after this. Will ya? Made me tea. Made love to me. Put on the telly. To the BBC. Mrs. William Made me tea Made love to me Put on the telly They love to me Put on the telly
BBC Peace indeed. What a great song. Did you like that, Barry? I bet you hadn't heard that before, have you? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you heard it before? No. Oh, okay. I've heard a song with Pete. Oh, it was good. Yeah, I have as well. We even talked with you. So we were talking about the railway just now, weren't we? Well, you were. Brought it up. Pete was. Yeah. Can't believe I had it all planned and everything, and you just brought it up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, it says here, by that new Stonehouse railway station plans discussed. So, so they've already got a railway station, and then they want a new one, whereas we in Quedgley and Hardwick don't have one. Yeah. And we want one. Because well, we have to go to Stonehouse to use it. According to uh, to David Drew, oh. uh, the Stonehouse is one of the biggest employment centres in Gloucestershire. Is it? Well, I think it probably is, right after Cheltenham, Bishop's Cleeve, Gloucester. Um, oh, Gloucester as well? Yeah. Um, and Cheltenham. And Cheltenham. And Gloucester. And Gloucester. So, yeah, it probably is the biggest employment centre. Yeah, yeah, it probably after is. After all right. them. Um, no, uh, it'll be, it just shows where different... Um, different motivations come from, isn't it? Because obviously we've been hammering on about wanting a station here for quite a while. Yeah. In fact, last time we spoke about this, I said I'd put in an application, didn't I, to yes. try and get one built. Yes. And we put it into this thing called the Local Transport Board. Oh, yeah. Which was quite cool. It was dead wow. interesting. Yes. They said, don't worry about the detail. Get the idea in there and yeah. we'll help oh, you bring it to fruition. Definitely. And yeah, heard. which was great. Yeah. Because I had the idea... So you were built up. You were built up. You were eager did. to go. I built... I, I wrote this application oh, form and I, I was all it. up and I knew that I didn't have any financial oh. aspect. But they were going to help me. Oh. So I, f I fired it in. Fantastic. They assessed it, sent me a letter back saying, Mr. Kirk Mr. Kirkby. Mr. Kirkby. That's great right. when they get your name wrong, isn't it? Um, thank you for your application. However, you didn't, you weren't able to complete all the sections. There, in particular, there was no financial, um, uh, uh, financial detail around it. Yeah. So we didn't have any confidence that you could deliver the programme. Therefore, we're not yeah, going well, to consider it. Yeah, well, you're delivering it now, are you? You come up with the idea and you've got to deliver it. Yeah, yeah, build it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sing um, the theme tune. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but he was just sort of sitting there going, oh, no, you, you told me just to fire the idea in and you would help me out with the bit so yeah. we couldn't do it if you thought it was a good enough idea. And now you're saying because I couldn't fill in all the bits mm. that, it, that you're not even going to consider it. I smell a rat. Yes, I do as well. So, so what, uh, I mean, that's disgusting. So what, what's happening now? Well, that, that, they're throwing the idea out and... Pathetic. Um, they said I should go and talk to um, the uh, National rail type people transportation board or whatever they're called no no the people who run the rail railway oh first great western yeah, that's the one. Oh, yeah. um, well, why don't you bring them in uh, i think if you want if you want to report anything lost or contact and contact the wales because that's where they're not okay yeah, yeah apparently that's yeah. what you have to do and they'll get back to me i'll send out a form and something no no nothing, nothing at all. you never hear anything again okay so you <clears throat> you haven't got your anything back no and do you know what i thought that the cost of the phone is something like 500 600 pound Mm -hmm. The cost of just that one journey was a fifth of the cost of the phone. So if I went every day, the cost of that of the journey every day would cost more than the phone. Which me, which I think is just bizarre. Mm -hmm. So I lost something, and a fifth of that cost was actually on the train. If you, do you see what? I'm probably not making sense, but you know what I mean. That it's expensive. Yes, it is. Yes. What, you know, hundred and. £142 for a return train from Gloucester to um, Paddington. 160 something from Temple Meads to Paddington. But it's okay, Andy, because we all want you to use public transport. Yay! Get out of your car that's forward. nice and cheap and easy to use and yes. convenient and yeah. can be done at your own thing. You can carry lots of luggage. Yeah. Get on that train because it's better for you. Yeah. Yeah, when you think about it, let's say you, you took four people to London. Right in your car. Yeah. That would probably cost you 60 quid in fuel, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. On a train, over 600 pounds. Yeah. It's bad. Nearly a thousand pounds. 
Pains and pains. What's he say about this then? Well, I think we've said most of it. Anyway, plans for a second railway station in Stonehouse, which could provide a direct route to Bristol, are being discussed by the local authority. Trains that currently run through Stonehouse Station only go to Swindon and London, although there, there is a line in place to Bristol. Commuters must travel to Gloucester or Cameron Dursley to get a train there. Councillors will meet to discuss plans which could see a new station built on the site of Warmish Coast in 1964. The site, on the outskirts of town, is currently used as a transport training area and is owned by British Rail Property Board. St- uh, Stonehouse councillor David Drew said the town was one of the biggest employment centres in Gloucestershire. Yeah. Uh, the site is there. It could be very, very easily handled another hold. It just seems mad that you can get here on the London line, but you can't get here from Bristol, where an awful lot of people come here for work. But David... People, uh, how big? How big stone is? Um, quite medium ish But is it bigger than Quedgin Hardwick? Um, um, yes, I would say geographically, I would say yes. But, but I don't, it, in terms of people, I wouldn't have thought so. What about Quedgley Hardwick, Hairsfield, Lydney, Tuffley? That's um, about right there. Right. That's, yeah. So why aren't we got one here? I want one. Do you want a train station here? Yeah, I'll have one. Yeah? Yeah. I want one. I want one. I see they're making good headway with the clearing of the, or doubling of the track between um, Kemble and Swindon. They are blowing things up, I've noticed this week. Are they? Okay. They're blowing up machine. That sounds, so, sounds fun. So that it should be more trains and shorter journey to London, which would be good. Doesn't it only just shorten it by like 10 minutes or it's something? It's not a lot, yeah. Yeah. It's not a lot. So I was sort of looking at that going, is that is that really good value for money? What does it because I don't I don't, don't <coughs> certainly now I don't use that line any, any as much so But it's direct trains every hour, is at the moment you've got to get a, every hour there's one, every other hour there's a direct train, then you've got to you've got to change it swindon and get the little choo choo ah, right, okay. steam engine thing. Yeah. So that should be fun then. It should be great. Yeah. I was always disappointed as a kid when you'd go on a train and you'd want the big train to come in and you get that little thing, whatever they call them, which is, it just looks like another carriage. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. they're going, oh, I know what you mean. You, you want the big engine coming in with the, ch- the tube on the top and the steam you, you coming want, in. You want the proper thing. And you just get one of them little things with two bogeys you on You want it. the Hogwarts Express, don't you? Coming in yeah. every time. That is what, that's what it is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But instead of that, you had uh, like a smaller thing with two bogeys on it. Though, the, 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 only, the only advantage with that was, as a kid, is you could actually sit behind the driver and you could see him drive the train. And I wanted to be a train driver then. Tickle his ear and stuff. Well, <laughs> yeah. when you were a little girl, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I wanted. To, did you want to be a train driver? Um, yes, I think everybody did, didn't they? An ambulance sort of driver. Yeah, I wanted to be an ambulance driver. I wanted oh, to be I a policeman. Didn't. You wanted to be a policeman? Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't bother. It's overrated. Yeah, I think all people involved with the police, you know, Duh, dodgy. The whole organisation—they're they're all a bit yeah, strange. Definitely. I wonder if Mr. Sean Moore is listening today. <laughs> if you are, I don't know why I said that, but if you are, Sean, get in contact. We want to hear what happened. Do you know what he did this week? Didn't he fall down the stairs <laughs> of, the, of the new broadcasting broadcasting uh, house? Give us a call or get in contact with us, Sean. We want to hear what you did. I just saw a yeah, Facebook message or a tweet or something so said that he'd fallen down the stairs. I think the thing with Sean Moore, what I'd like to know is, I reckon there must be more than one. Because if you he is look on him on Facebook, yeah, he is. He's, he's everywhere. Fantastic. And you're like, there's got to be more than one Sean Moore. There's got to be one. The, he, do you know what? He no, is, there's, he, there's only one Sean Moore. He's my new hero. I worship Sean in ways that you would understand. Yeah, no new, yeah. <laughs> I, um, he is, he, honestly, I think he's great. And um, 
one of the engineers at uh, Everything Everywhere yesterday sent me an email saying, I'm so jealous that you went to the TV set, he said, because, um, and this guy knew loads about it, loads and loads about it, which was scary. <laughs> um, and I said, it was all down to my new mate, Sean Moore. True story. Oh. Yeah, sure, Sean. get in contact with us today, mate. Be scared, dude. Well, I tell you what we'll do, we'll do a quick ad break, and mm. then we'll play a song. So I think we'll play Space Female of the Species, the um, Fembot mix. Cool. Have you heard that one? Yeah, mm. you'll have heard it, man. Good tune. It is. Right, we'll be back after this on the Seven Ball Breakfast Show. I'm checking in for my flight. Lovely. This is our pleasure. Holiday. And where will you be staying? With my parents. They live over there. Lovely. Travel insurance? Oh, no thanks. Have you got travel insurance? Uh, no. Check to see if you need any vaccinations? No. Checked out the local laws? No, look. <laughs> Why do I need to know all this? I'm just staying with my parents. Uh-huh. Is either of your parents A, a local lawyer or the chief of police, B, fabulously wealthy, C, the owner of a private claim with its own fully trained medical staff, or D, none of the above? Uh, D. Lovely. Are you a superhero and in fact a Things can go wrong on holiday abroad, even if you're staying with family. So check it out before you check in. Visit fco.gov.uk slash friends and family. My name's John Hall. I'm the Chief Fire Officer for Gloucestershire. We're using 7FM to help us make South Gloucester, Hardwick, Kingsway and Quedgley the safest places to live in the country. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com.
Yes, please, I'd like one. I would as well, definitely. I would like a bacon roll. Do you reckon we can get Karen to do that? We've just had, uh, we just had a text in, a textual message. This is from a mate of mine that mm, I work with, actually. Textual. He looks more like Dr. Evil than I do. His name is Lee Hawking. He's come in and said, and I'll do it in the voice, already loving the show, Dr. Evil, from number two. Uh, and, and then he says, 219, 219 pounds for, to a, 219 pounds for a ticket from Taunton. Can you put... Two hundred and nine. I don't believe that. Yeah, but you just you get extras if you go first class, so yeah, it's but, probably worth it. Yeah, yeah but you, that you isn't get first the, uh, class. the pillow. That's what the tissues. What else do you get if you go first class? What sort of what sort of first class do you <laughs> go? Virgin <laughs> <laughs> tissues and a pillow. What just in case you got a cold? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's exactly well, it's, all, right, it's, yeah. it's to wipe up the um, yeah the, uh, oh, yeah, the, no, the brown right. sauce of the bacon butty. Yeah, but you don't get bacon. Do you get bacon butty in first class? In Virgin, you do. Do you really? Yeah. I've never ever been first class. Oh, you're traveling, traveling Virgin is Virgin is great. I can't believe that. Two hundred and nineteen pounds from Taunton to London. Well, that does serve you right for living in Taunton, really, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, sorry, Lee. Yeah. There you go. Barr's got a point. Mine is from up north, so I have to be careful. <laughs> well, you could you could go and get into your plane and go and pick him up and, and take him to London for less than that, surely. Yeah, but you could also die. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. Hey, you've got to come up in the back. In fact, today would be a good opportunity for you at 4.30, because today I is mainly looking and learning about stalling. Oh, that'll keep that. Oh, that that'll be fun. <laughs> I'm oh, to be a fly on the wall. Well, I'm thinking of taking. What, like switch the engines off? <laughs> what do you mean off? <laughs> yeah. I just see it now. Do what, you? That, that's no, no. I can't. I can't. No, no. no that's insane. No, no. exactly. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna wear. I'm gonna charge it up and wear one of them head cams today. <laughs> because I think um, you know I've got over my fear of flying at last. By the way, I've got a bit of a coldy voice. Have you noticed? A bit, it's a bit nasal. I thought it was the audio processor. Oh, it could be. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> um, we had a problem this morning at half past seven. It all gone wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I walked in here to find you in your pants. Yeah, that is scary. <laughs> yeah, he really was. That's not a show. Well, that's what he said as he walked in. Oh dear. Yeah. So. Um, Emily was going to come up with us today, and um, I said to Jonathan, my instructor, I said, okay, so I'm going to bring Emma, because he said you can take anybody you want. You're paying for a, le- a four-seater uh, plane. If anyone wants to go in the back, that's cool. And I said, um, so uh, I think it, he said, I'm not sure what lesson it is next week. We've done medium-rate turns today. I said, I think it's stalled, and he went, oh. And I thought, hang on, why has my instructor just gone, oh, <laughs> like that? Well, what, what? And he said, yeah, that's not nice for a passenger when you stall. Because Byron, who I worked for, was telling me that... Um, he said, you don't get failed for the instructor hitting his head on the ceiling. <laughs> Which sort of sets the scene that this isn't going to be nice. No, it's not. Oh, shut up. What do you mean, no, it's not? Well, you've got to fall out the sky and recover. Oh, no, I don't want to. Because th- apparently the thing you've got to do is just push down, which is the opposite of what you feel yeah. like doing, because you want to pull up. More, I don't want to go up. No, you've got to push down because you've got to get more lift and more li- aerodynamics and lift in the wings and to pull oh. yourself out type of stuff. Before I, I went in the back, there's, there's one thing I'd like to know. Yeah? Like, obviously, after knowing you for around about 18 months now doing this, this programme where you're always fiddling around, you know, toolkit and all that and pulling wires out, <laughs> yeah. do you do that at the plane? No. Is there no, at 5,000 feet over the canopy? <laughs> I'll just fix this bit of engine. Yeah, it's all right. Look, it looks a bit odd. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. But it looks a bit <laughs> weird. I'll just have a look. It might be all oh, that rattles. Wrong wire. Up. Yeah. <laughs> there's none of that going on, I'll tell you now. There ain't. No. Definitely not. No. This no, light no. looks a bit dicky. No. Ashes. No. No, you do have to check. You do go through. In fact, I watched um, 
I've been watching this uh, oh, air crash go. investigation. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, just some. Have you got the season box set yet? Well, Emily loves it, so she <laughs> wants, she likes to watch it. No, Daddy, I don't. you got to do that. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? All the ones that I've watched are all pilots cutting corners. So this one this week didn't do, didn't wait for the, and you'll appreciate this more than I will. He didn't wait for the flight control system to boot up. So he wait for the gyros to, this was a French plane called a TLR or a TRV. Or um, or something like. Let me just put some more music on in the background. Um, a TRE or something, forty-two. And apparently, you have to wait for the gyros to, to align with themselves. And if they don't, you get no you get no artificial horizon or mm-hmm. attitude indicator, whatever it's called. You get none of that. And they and the, you see the guy going, "Oh, this isn't working again," because they didn't do any pre-flight checks and they just took off. And when they got up in the sky, they didn't know where they were. There was cloud. They didn't have a clue where they were. And they, they actually smashed straight into a mountain. Oh, uh, true story. Mm. It was. So, for future reference, but don't wait. S- don't smash into a mountain. It's but painful. It- <laughs> so, going off that, do you sit the front of the back? If you're going to smash into a mountain, if you sit if it's at the back, there's a, there's a vague chance you might survive. There's a vague chance you're going to know that you're going to die. Well, yeah, that's mm-hmm. the thing. If you sit at the front, then it's all good. But then you're going to know you're going to die if you sat driving it. Driving it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Flying it. Yeah. I guess that you've sat at the very front. Yeah. Scary, though, isn't it? I mean... I love flying. Do you know what? <laughs> I actually do know, because I, I used to be... said, Oh, what I did last week... Oh, it's fitting at you. What I did last week is I, I landed. Ooh, check you out. I landed. That's I ballooned cool. a little bit. Yeah. Okay, but I landed. Cause he, and he said to me, he said, um, my mate Jonathan, my, my friend, my instructor friend, Jonathan. He said, um, <laughs> he said, uh, okay, well, we'll come in on finals. He said, and then uh, I'll, I'll take over at a suitable point. I said, before we, we hit the ground. It's like, what? Mm. Um, and I'm thinking, what, 300 feet, 200 feet, 100 feet? And he went, you're doing all right. Carry on. Just keep, keep the nose on the centre line of the runway. And uh, at any point, I'll take over. And I'm like, uh, okay. And he said, just keep going, you're doing really well, keep going. And then he said, don't pull up, but just gently raise the nose when I say. So he said, now. So I pulled up. And then we started going up again. And then he pushed down. And then we started going in again. Ballooning, I think that's called. Mm-hmm. Floating. Floating, yeah. It felt like that. But because I now am confident I could get a plane down if I had to... Oh, I've got no problems getting a plane down. <laughs> in, in a controlled... Ah, in a control- different, yeah. <laughs> in well, a they con- do say every landing is a controlled crash. Yeah, they do, don't they? Well, yeah, <laughs> they do, yeah. So, I mean, I, but I'm now I'm getting that confidence. The, the nervousness of flying is, is going, you know, it really is going. And I never, ever, for the life of me, thought it would. That's why you go out and do new experiences, though, isn't it? Yeah. Challenge yourself, push yourself, and then you, you enjoy things. Yeah, definitely. So, you will have to come up, and you will. Yeah. In fact, if you all both want to come up and sit in the back... Today at four thirty, I was going to say he does the pining box. He's lost so much weight, but that would have made it quite tail heavy, surely. But then with Mister uh, Mister Slim Jim over here, he's I just can't get just over be able the to Fit to your side pocket or something. It's, your Tuffy stickers are going to start falling off soon, aren't they? Well, that's all good, isn't it? What's I'm, that Tuffy sticker for there? Ah, uh, there's a bit of a story there. Go on then. Well, that had the first wife's name on it. Originally. Oh, so what's it got on it now? It was covered over. That cost me ninety quid to get it. It'd have been cheaper just to chop my arm off. Well, <laughs> can you just scrub it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you just scratch it off with some sandpaper? Well, I could have, could have tried, but no, it was worth it. It was, it was worth every penny of the ninety quid to get her name off it. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you want to talk about so it? You don't no, bitter at all, not. Not. <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes me angry. It makes you angry. Yeah, yeah don't do that. 
I've you, wouldn't want to see, you wouldn't want to see him when he gets angry. Yeah. He goes all green. Green and thing and... Pussy and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to, he's trying to stay on, but his top goes off. Exactly. Right? Yeah, well, his trousers come off first, and then they go back on. It's yeah. quite scary. <laughs> it's a true story. Should we play another song? So, did, it, did I tell you about Leo doing that? Oh, right. Go on, then. He, um... I was, oh. set, up, I was set up my office desk one day. Yeah, uh, good. Last week. A uh, week before. And, um... I was looking after the kids, really, as you do, and I was just working at the desk, and all I hear is, Hulk, bash. Leo jumps into the doorway, completely starkers, painted himself head to toe green, and was going, Hulk, bash. Included, he was completely naked, and he'd actually gone to the effort of, everywhere was green. It's like, oh. Everywhere. Green. Yeah. I was like, right, Leo, um, shower? <laughs> Hulk bash. No, no, Hulk's not bashing. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk bash. This is a quite a quick Are you trying one? to say that you tried it that, that evening? You thought you'd try to scare the wife? No, but that's a good idea. Dress oh. up as Hulk? Yeah. Hulk Hogan. Or just get completely naked and cover myself in paint? Ooh, we could do that. Complete bit of a laugh. That's, that's next Saturday, seven more breakfast shows. <laughs> yeah, dress up as the Hulk. Why not? That's a good idea. <laughs> Definitely, I like that one. This song now is by a group called Steppenwolf. You heard of them? Yeah. What was one of their most famous songs? Born to be Wild. Oh, check him out. He's like a walking encyclopedatron. Um, <coughs> excuse me. My voice has gone all strange now. Um, this one is called Magic Carpet Ride. Have you heard of this one? If you cannot dance to this song while we play it, there's something drastically wrong with you, I think. Well, we know there's something drastically wrong with me, but um, see what you think. song not very long not very long <laughs> that one as you just found out as it yeah fades it up is. into the distance definitely <laughs> we were just talking yeah but uh, pete was just telling us about um problem he's got which uh, it's going to take longer than half an hour to talk about i think yeah but you get some cream for it you and can then, and, and then pills will it fall off i well i don't know well, it depends how hard you scratch have you got <laughs> 
Have you got a screwdriver? Because <laughs> if you use that, it'll be fine. <laughs> so you're not going to fiddle with the screwdriver on it, are you? Well, not anymore. Not since the incident, related mm. incident. Have you, either of you got diesel cars? No. No, I know. Okay, I used well, to. Says here, biggest sales of diesel is due to companies now buying the fuel direct from forecourts instead of storing it in depots. As petrol prices soar, drivers are filling up less often to avoid being stung on the forecourt. According to the AA, sales have dropped 20% in the past five years. More drivers are switching to diesel, but others are trying to save cash by driving less often. Really? Petrol Retailers Association Chairman Brian Madison said, It's amazing to think that just four years ago, in spring 2009, petrol was £1 a litre. I do remember that. For £20, you could get 20 litres. He's, he's correct. Today, when you spend £20 at the forecourt, you guess, get less than 15 litres. Cheapest petrol in Gloucester is being sold at Sainsbury's at Gloucester Quays with unleaded price uh, at currently £1.35.9p a litre. Next cheapest is London Road Service Station, Sparrows Wharf Service Station in Bristol Road and Sainsbury's in Barnet Way. Barnwood, Barnwood, Barnwood Way, Barnwood at 136.9p. Tesco at St Oswald's Road is selling unleaded fuel at 137.9. Why is it cheaper in Bristol? Don't know. Question first, why is it that they've always put the uh, 137.9p? You can't deal in point nine of a pence. Oh, yeah. You know, they've always done that, and it's always up on the forecourt. So, <coughs> so, well, we're 0.7 of a penny, we're 0.9 of a penny, therefore yeah. we're cheaper. So, yeah, but I can't actually give you 0.7 of a penny. That's you know, true. why why do that? Why do it? It's ridiculous. Do you remember I half know. peas? Yeah, I used to play with them in some playset at, at, at infant school. Do you remember half peas? Yeah. So, do you, they used to have, when, when the old petrol stations used to have, like, the wire filament, um, they weren't LEDs or LCDs, they were wire filaments, mm. and at the end they used to have this half that used to come up, and I remember watching Not on the Nine O'Clock News once, and um, somebody was filling up, and he got it just right, and he got, like, filled it up two pounds. So he probably got like 500 litres of petrol for that. Yeah, yeah. And he was just putting the thing carefully back and then it cuts to a shot in the petrol station and there's a button that says Nobble. <laughs> <laughs> and he presses it and it goes two pound and a half. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it was like. I mean, yeah. you know. But you're right. What, why do they talk about 0.9? It's because multiples are 0.9. Oh, it, it will all add up, so I mean, 0.9 over sort of 50 litres. Yeah. But you sit there going, why not just make it 50, you know, 56 pence, whatever it is? Yeah. You know, it's just easier. Oh. Do you know, I hadn't really thought of that, but you've got a point there. Where is it going to end, though? I, I don't mean, know. That's the thing. It's, it's nuclear it's war like and <coughs> famine and death. All right. Okay. Yeah. Is that likely to happen in the next couple of weeks or. couple of minutes? If Ching Pang. What's his name? Um, Kim, Kim Pang Yong. I can't remember what his. Kim Jong Un. Oh, check you out. Yeah, you're right. Wonder if he's listening. Don't he sound so surprised? <laughs> <laughs> Wonder wow. if he's listening in. It, it, do you think he could be? Well, he might do after, after last week's show. I hope not. <laughs> that where is Clark? Yeah. Pound, 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 pound lane. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just planned that in one one four two yeah. seven eight. Duh, duh. Luckily, come in. <laughs> Luckily, it's so badly done. It would hit your house. All <laughs> 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 <Or> yours. <laughs> Yes. Well, that, that, that's the thing with nuclear weapons. Does it really matter? <laughs> it doesn't, I suppose, does it? That's true. Did, um, did the sleeping in, uh, did, sorry, the sleeping in, the clocks change impact you guys at all? Um, well, it, it sort of threw my sleeping pattern out a bit. So what, are you sleeping later, earlier? Well, it was like last night. I was slightly stressed last night before I went to bed anyway, for reasons that we discussed earlier. Oh, yes. But, um, I was 
sort of lying there going, I could really do go to sleep now, and I'm just completely wide awake. And then trying to get it, I'm really struggling getting up in the mornings. Are you really? What time do you yeah. get up? Normally, you know, anywhere between sort of six and eight. <laughs> six and twelve. Yeah. <laughs> Generally in the morning, <coughs> some, well, sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Pete? When do you get up? Normally about seven, eight o'clock. Seven, yeah, eight o'clock. What time do you get to work then? Oh, I mean, like, obviously... Like, Ten minutes later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a work day. Probably get up about half six. Half past six? I'm not good at lying in. Once I'm awake, I'm good to get up. Yeah. See, Karen, I just... When I um, ran out of here in my pants when you arrived, um, and I... Uh, yeah, it's a scary uh, vision for the listener there. It's uh, a scary vision to be here. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and I ran into the bathroom in the... Uh, in in uh, the ensuite, and... Uh, Karen's, al- Karen's, al- <laughs> Karen's alarm went off, and I said, "Why? Why have you set your alarm for quarter to eight? And she said, "Well, if I don't, I lie in here all day." And I thought, "How can you do that? How can you lie in bed all day unless you're lying in bed with a beautiful lady?" Yeah, even then. Oh, really? <laughs> I could lie in bed all day then, but other than that, no. Could you? Well, I don't know. If I, if I, I'll give Amanda a ring and ask her how she does it. She does it quite well. <laughs> <laughs> this can be interesting. Okay. <coughs> I just get the Twitter. I would, uh, <laughs> I, I would, uh, I would get your coat, and I would move to another country, <laughs> Five, North Korea. Four, three, three, two, two one. one. She's not listening. She's no, perhaps she's just taken the. Perhaps she's just dropped. Perhaps she's crushed the phone in disgust. No, because the phone's on the side, and that means she has to get out of bed to go and get I'm it. I'm sure she she will be listening, and I'm sure she will tweet you, Amanda Kirby. I think your husband is on very thin ice, skating uphill. And when you're as big as me, you don't want to be on thin ice. <laughs> you don't want to be on no thin ice, does, definitely. So I can't say these jokes about Pete anymore. No, oh, so thin, isn't he? Terrible, isn't it? <sighs> Let's do an ad break. Let's do a song, and then we'll be back. Because we're on a roll today. So we've got a choice of songs. We've got, um, they're all, uh, it's all, all sort of Austin Powers themed. We've got Beautiful Stranger by Madonna. That's a good tune. You like okay. that? We'll yeah. put that one on then. That's easy, okay. wouldn't it? God, how easy that was. Back after this, back on the Seb Ball Breakfast Show with me. Just you. No, that's it. That's it. We're off. In the beginning was the Earth, and then it got very cold and all the dinosaurs died. But then there was the 7FM 7 Ball Breakfast Show, with Andy Clark and his posse of peeps, Caro of Kings North and evil Baz of Kirbiness. Hello, I was fully formed adult in the 80s. Good lord. Oh, hello. <laughs> well, she's off again, I'll tell you what. She's I meant okay. my head. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, camel toe. Harry. <laughs> Camel toes? Were they really eating They really toes? were eating camel toes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were. I did see them eating them, actually, so I think uh, I, I think they did. There was some definite... Then the, some of the other stuff that they ate as well was absolutely horrific. Yeah. Well, we have a laugh anyway. So why not join us between 7 and 9 every Saturday on 7FM? A late night recipe. Slice some chips and put in the deep fat fryer. Fall asleep in front of the late film. Wake up. Leave pan on hob and don't attempt to move it. Do not pour water onto oil. Turn hob off if possible and get out of the house. Stay out and call 999. Fire kills. 
you can prevent it. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com.
that's a great song, that. Do you like that one, Pete? Yeah, I like that. You like that one, Barry? Well, of course I you do. do. You chose it. Can yeah. I have a request between now and ten o'clock? No. Is it on Austin Powers? No. Well, I don't know. There it's is a, a reason. Dodgy. Slightly, slightly, potentially gutted. Go on. But, um, as you're probably aware that I'm quite a big Bon Jovi fan. Oh, yeah. And, um, should be seeing them in nine weeks' time. Oh, Ooh. are you going to see Bon Jovi? Did I you am. know that, Barry? No. I didn't know he was going to see Bon Jovi. Did, have I ever mentioned it? Um, I don't think you have. That Richie Zambora, the guitarist, they've had a little bit of a falling out. Oh, oh no. God, here we go. And, uh, as it, as it stands at the moment, he's not performing with the band. Really? Apparently it's a big fallout over money. So. Is it? Of course, oh, really? like, is he, is he running a community radio station? He <laughs> <laughs> don't want to no. be doing that. He's got millions of pounds. Oh, though. of course he has. So what, what song is it that you want? Any. Locked, locked so does that, does that mean they're now just born or Jovi? Well, it, well, obviously John Bon Jovi's the main man, isn't he? Well, uh, I guess technically. Our yeah. cat's called Jovi. Have you got a dog called Bon? No. I could get one. Well, go on then. But then you need a little called John. There's one there. You can have him. <laughs> He's not got his head between your legs, which he normally does have. <laughs> now, if anyone's just tuning in as I say those words, <laughs> we are talking about my dog, Kane, who that is in the studio with us. That doesn't make it any better. <laughs> it doesn't, does it? No, it I have someone, like, about ten minutes ago, did Well, 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 you, well, 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 you, you mentioned about your, your, <laughs> <laughs> your <underpants>. Then <laughs> <laughs> they've just heard about the fact of in between your legs and all that. Absolutely. Of course, if is anybody... It, this is a family show. It is. It is a family show. We, we, we have family. Emily normally pops in, says hello. Hopefully, Karen will be bringing the bacon butters in a minute, which would be nice. Do you think she will? No. How about Boney M? That's the begins with B. How about... Um, what, you want Karen to bring in Boney M? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> could, we, could we have Wanted Dead or Alive if we got oh, that? Well, I think I might have. When do you want to hear it? Do you want to hear it now? Yeah, go on then. Go on, here we go. This is a quality tune. Alex, if you're listening... I don't care, you don't like it. He doesn't, oh, he doesn't like no, Bon Jovi, does he? Bon Jovi, no. He's an anti-Bon Jovi person. Well, no, he, 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 he doesn't like Phil stick. Collins, either. No, oh, I know. What is wrong with he doesn't like all the greats, greats yeah. does he? <laughs> crazy, crazy mad bloke. This is a bit of Bon Jovi. Who is it? When was it done, Pete? 86. 1886. Long time ago, over 100 years. This is a great song. It is, isn't it?
great ending. Ooh. That's a tune. It's a it tune. Is. It is a tune and a half beat. Well chosen. So that's that's dedicated to my guitar hero, Richie. Richie. He needs to get uh, back to... He needs, needs to, to get some makeup. He do, don't they? Do you, yeah, like, do you so, do, do you reckon it's over like, sort of, 40 quid, or... Who knows? Is, is it just maybe been hand in the till, got, got a couple of pennies? We might have. I mean... Do you think that, or do you think this is what Clark... This is a Clarky, let's get in the press and blow this out of proportion so peop- more people come, or is all these toys out of the private? Yeah. Took, took his ball and gone out. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it a sellout already? No, not quite. Yeah. yeah. See, what would you do, Barr? Well, yeah. me and Barr, actually, have fallen it massively. Yeah. Uh, he won't wear my top anymore, and I won't kiss him on the nose and because of that please you so said so said you know well <laughs> I just, I just to, to be honest Bar, I'm very disappointed yeah don't care I'm off Bye. so there you go so me and Bar, <laughs> we are threatening not to appear next week because of this oh so it's just me and the dog next week then hmm. Caro's back allegedly next week who's she don't know that blonde bird does a time oh well oh right okay. <laughs> Yeah. I know she hasn't emailed me for a few days, so she might not be, I don't know. She may be. Was it, was it, um, Scott Mills used to call it, oh, the PFRL. What's that? Posh Radio 4 Lady. <laughs> Posh Radio 4 Lady. I met him last year, Scott. Very shorter than I thought he was. I thought he was yeah, 9 okay. foot 11, but he wasn't. Yeah, what else has been going on in the news, then? Oh, let's get this paper. Oh, yeah. Incinera- oh incinerator oh, expected mid-May. Yeah. Appeal. What do you reckon, Barry? Verdict? They, um, well, uh, as it says here, the uh, base of Alpha BT is mighty to appeal. Uh, the Gloucester County Council planning committee decision, which we we may have mentioned last week. Mick touched it. That, um, yeah, we won. Um, Ooh, yes. The, yeah, Gloucester County Council's planning committee decision to refuse their 500 million. Do you want to do that in us? 500 million dollars. Pounds, but Pounds. Uh, NG Film Waste Plant uh. at, or NG Film Waste Plant Incinerator uh, Javelin Park Harrisfield after a tense 11 hour meeting on Thursday the, co- um, the other Thursday the committee unanimous, unanimously rejected the application for the burner which the council had invited tenders for the council's waste champion or just waste uh, Sam Wellington attacked uh, colleagues surprise surprise Are you with a knife yeah, <laughs> the samurai sword. Who <laughs> uh, turned down the plan? He said, in his refusal, the committee did not challenge the need for the facility, which would, which will save us one hundred and ninety million pounds. Um, yeah, Stanley. No, it won't. Oh, it'll also kill us all as well. Yeah, there Alleged- is that as well. allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> <laughs> apparently that solved all my problems. Allegedly. Um, so yeah, no, UBB are looking at um, putting an appeal to the decision after the elections. Really? So. Um, uh, this is one of the things if I do get elected that would be quite cool because I get to turn around and say Mr. UBB no I'm terribly <laughs> sorry but no <laughs> yes <laughs> it got weird didn't it <laughs> vote Kirby vote Kirby <laughs> he's getting his Dr. Evil impression out. I like uh. it I like it that's good um, but don't you think Hardwick Parish Council have done a quite a good job um, at doing all this they did that video they spent all that money on the video. They've yeah. supported Glossfane. And, of course, our very good friend Ian. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. He's, is that, is, I don't know if this is public knowledge, actually, is it? <laughs> Press release. Yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. That's Countdown, isn't it? Something like that. 
Um, yeah, apparently uh, he's not going to be here anymore. Well, he's oh. not dying or anything. Well, like I was going to say. No, no he's going to be around, but he's, um, I he's think going he's to a left. better place. Yeah, definitely gone to a better place. That's what they said about Fluffy, my cat. Mm. He was living on a farm. But he was living on a farm. Right, okay. No, that was Pepper, my dog. He was living on a farm. Okay. Because, yeah. That but, no, farm <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two bullets to the back of the neck. Goodbye, Pepper. Um... <laughs> Where's this going? I don't where, know, it's crazy. Where, where does it go? Nobody where, knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> well, we'll be coming out to the news in a second. But yeah, so Ian, um, Ian was going to be on yesterday. Perhaps we'll get him on this show in the next couple of weeks. And That'd be cool. He'd be good, Ian, isn't he? Yeah. He's, uh, he's a good guy. You won't want to mess with him. No. He's a good Tried guy. that once, it really hurt. It did really hurt. Yeah. So we're going to be going to the FSN news headquarters in... Outer Beer Mongolia, we're at Beeritz. Uh, we'll when be they're back. celebrating. Exactly. Beating Gloucester. Indeed, indeed. So here we go. After the break, we'll be back. Across South Gloucester. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Evil Barry Kirby and Peter Street on 7FM. 7FM. Swinging 60s, here I come! We're going to play another one now, a bit of Quincy Jones with the soul bossa nova from Austin Powers. Back after this.
Okay, look at that. Bit of Quincy Jones and his orchestra. That is a bit of a ragamuffin version. Do you like that one, Pete? That was good, yeah. Barry, you already know it because you've watched Austin Powers. I do. But how cool is it to be able to say, just have your own orchestra? Mm. You know, I mean, like, a bit like Jules Holland, isn't it? And he's got yeah. Say, yes, I've got me and my piano. And my orchestra. Oh, exactly. How cool is that? Definitely. Would you like an orchestra, Barry? Um, I would like a whole one. I, I you know, I don't think I could eat it all. You couldn't eat an but, whole one. Um, it, but it'd be quite cool to have on Friday night to sort of walk in and your orchestra sat there. I mean, do you get them out the box? Well, I think and you then, then, do then blow lay, them up. Then lay them out and then sort of say, right, okay, guys, um, uh, play me something. Entertain me. Well, of course, in the old days. I played my didgeridoo. <laughs> yeah, that's, you've been told about that, haven't you? <laughs> Not in public. No, no, that, 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 was the, uh, that was the other thing. Ah, yeah. But in the old days, that's what used to happen, wasn't it? Never had any CD players, so in the old Elizabethan times, then she would have a quartet banging on in the background. Really? Well, banging on, but you know, yeah, yeah, some <laughs> nice casual Renaissance music. You'll get down with your, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> your... <laughs> anyway, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. <laughs> on that point, did you notice that the news um, had a bit of uh, nationwide going along in the background? I thought it was quite. I thought it was, they'd actually got you know nice yeah. little music bed in there and stuff. But yeah, but no, it was you. It was. I accidentally, accidentally left open fader one. Oh. Picking your nose, you've been caught. Have I? Did it, did it, did it. No, I, that's back to Countdown again. When, um, <laughs> you've got a thing about Countdown, haven't you? Do you want to talk you about have. it? <laughs> you mentioned it. <clears throat> I was yep. going to keep it quiet. Karen was in here. Obviously, when we take the studio apart, it takes about ten minutes. And I always forget to take the camera down. And Karen was just sat there like this the other week. Was it last week? And then she started doing stuff. And I looked and I just said, were you picking your nose then? And she went, no. So I think you were. She, no, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I said, um... Well, let's have a look. So I logged on, and she went, No, I've got some dry skin under my eyes. It looks yeah. like you're picking it there, look. That's gone out to the whole world, and she got <laughs> very distraught. Why do you... I, she I, had good dress, I, I guess it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's blokes normally do this. Why is it the blokes in cars decide that when they're stuck at traffic lights, that is the good point to have a good pick of your nose? Oh, God! What else and, is there to do? Do you know my first opportunity is at the office... Up that little bit between Aztec and the M5 <laughs> Junction 16. As soon oh. as you get under the bridge on the M5 at Junction 16, <laughs> you can have a good dig. That's, that's those picking spots, is it? It definitely is. It's a good place. It's a good place because people don't really know where they're going and they ain't going to be looking at me, so I'll get a good dig. And I've got sort of smokedish mirrors as well, so it's hard to see. Uh, okay. The sort of bogey removal going on. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> what, what do you do? Sort of dig it out and just wipe it on the window type <laughs> thing? Or? Did you used to do that when you were little? Yeah. I used to wipe it on my wall. Yeah, bogey really? wall. Yeah, we had we had to. <laughs> my mum had to wallpaper my bedroom because it was crustified. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and you would do by you and your mum don't get on. If anybody's got any sort of bogey related incidents as children, would you? They should email us. How would they do it, man? Well, they could email us at studio at seven dot com, or you know, just put. If it's a really brief story, like hundred forty characters, yeah, then you could just sort of tweet us at seven <laughs> fm. Yeah, slightly longer, you get on Facebook, facebook.com yeah. forward slash seven fm. Or oh, just come on down, but you've got to bring bacon butters. You have. But we can't tell them where what we are. What about a text so bit? Can they do that? Um, I guess they could. No, we, we said text. Do we? Do oh, no, no, no. We, no, you could text us as well. That's still restricted to 100 and something characters. 68. 168 160, characters. 160, oh, I don't know. Some, something like that. But anyway, start your, start your message with the word 7FM without a space, followed by a space, and send that to 80809. Are we yeah. still not the pigeon, or did they get fired? Uh, the pigeon was shot through the head with a um, banana. Right. Okay. Terrible incident. Yeah. Barry... We, 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 we saw me laughing manically in the background going... <laughs> mm. Just like that. If this weather carries on, you know what tomorrow afternoon could be? 
Oh, that's a cool idea. Yeah. Yes. Because again, we were going to get together last weekend, but we just didn't because we all we have the best laid plans to get together, and then something happens. Well, no, it's, 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 it just happens. It's isn't my it? only plan. It's I'm going right. to go down here and get drunk. That's <laughs> all I've got on the agenda. And then suddenly, boop, 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 my calendar goes crazy. How did you get on with it? Was it a shed or was it trampampoline? Uh, trampampoline. How did the trampampoline shed, go? Sheds shed, shed, shed on Sunday. It sheds on um, tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow. Oh, um, uh, no, that's probably going to be the morning because right. I've got what one. Well, I need. I'll go through my calendar and check. Anyway, um, but now these trampampoline ca- uh, turned up, so I put that up. Yeah. and kids are all very happy and stuff. So cool. Got no garden left now, but yeah. How big is it? Eight foot. Oh wow, that's a big one. Considering I've already got a seven foot garden, yeah, the neighbours are really impressed. I bet they are. So that's good <laughs> because they can bounce up, and every now and then they'll be sat there. Your neighbours will be sat there, led in the sun, and then they'll get hello, how, <laughs> or <laughs> you. Just and, that, and, that, and that's just off Leo. That's just off Leo. <laughs> Green. <laughs> Hulk, kill <laughs> Hulk, bash Hulk, bash That is oh, quality So <clears throat> I think it's about time We did a what's on innit? Should we Should we get the Vision on music on We haven't done that For a while have we Have I got that on here I think I have Talk amongst yourselves Just for a second Al Lambert wants to know If you, if you got his text Oh Ali Lambert has Is she mm. She's a girl uh, uh, Keith Walters is saying I thought you were off, off the air Well we know We're here Hello We're back all the way over here. Actually, we didn't go anywhere, really. Not really. Well, no. Well, technically, we did. We moved close to the kitchen. Yeah. Um, I guess so. And we've got nice. We've got nicer seats and stuff. And it's warm. And it's warm. Um, and if you go to the loo, it doesn't bounce back in your face. It doesn't. That's true. Yeah. And we and we can drink coffee in here. Have you said that? No, but that is an added bonus. We could also eat bacon butters in here, Karen. Well, we could, Karen. Karen. <laughs> um, so Ali Lambert is texting. Ali's a lovely lady I work with. Uh, did you get my text? And the answer is no. We didn't. Did you send it? So, Ali, did you send 7FM, all one word, followed by a space, with your message to 80809? Because if you did, we never got it. Yeah, if you if you send it to 80808, yes. then we won't get that either. Or 80807. Or 80808 state. That would just not work. No, that's true. Wouldn't. And if, so, you, put, if you put Gloucester FM or Shroud FM or something like that before, we won't get it either. We won't. So who's Keith? Is he a friend of yours? Anybody? No. I, I thought you Keith. were off the air. Well, we haven't been off the air. We just, we just haven't, didn't have any money to run the studios. Mm. So now we're doing it in the car park. <laughs> in, in our pants. <laughs> in <Yeah>. Sainsbury's <laughs> car park. Do you think Karen would notice if I bought a port cabin? Um, yes. But, but well, if you if you got it dropped here while she was doing the school run, she might not. Hide it behind the... Uh, polytunnel. The, yeah, hide it behind the polytunnel. <laughs> That would be funny. Just do Put it, it anyway. Put it in the yeah. Just for a laugh. Yeah, yeah. Just make the polytunnel... Oh, take down the polytunnel, drop the th- drop the port cap, and put, put the polytunnel poly over it. it. Then you won't need central heating either. No, you won't. You'd need some serious cooling, because it gets <laughs> like a 50-degree centertron. Uh, and you could grow, like, grapes over it and stuff. Oh, yeah. We could be really decadent Definitely. doing um, broadcasts and reaching out the window and grabbing a grape. Have you ever grabbed a grape, Pete? Not recently. No. No, I did that the other day, and I would go... I would tickle. <laughs> So, uh, oh, no, we didn't get your message, mate. Whatever it was, we never got it. So, where is it? Where's no, your blimmin' no. message? Yeah, I did that, she says. Well, we haven't got it. What's it say? Oh, hang on. Did we get Try it? Try again. Did we, no, we might have got it. Before you get all uh, feisty. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Ow, you know when I said we didn't get it, <clears throat> what I meant to say was, 
We got it, yeah. <laughs> so, morning. I'm listening whilst doing the ironing. Yawn. Play us something mega to wake up. Got to the gym at half nine. Thanks, Al Clarkie's mate. In brackets, she is my mate. Yeah. So we'll play you. You got something. Me, How much do you pay her? Um, four hundred and twenty pounds. Oh, that's not bad. We'll pay you. Seems to be going right. It does. This. Yeah, it is. <laughs> this is an, it, exactly. This is another song from Austin Powers. This is Lenny Kravitz with a cover of American Woman. Who sang that originally, Pete? Don't know. Oh, oh I'm fired. You are fired. Get yeah, out of the building. <laughs> if you can let us know, I know who it is. If you can let us know um, by text or by email or by phone or by anything, um, we'll, we'll speak to you after this. <laughs> this one is dedicated to Alison Lambert, EE, absolute genius when it comes to 4G. American woman, Mama, let me be Don't come hanging round my door I don't wanna see your face no more I got more important things to do I spend my time going on with you now I'm gonna leave you on my mind. I'm gonna leave you on my mind. 
I'm checking in for my flight. Lovely. This is our pleasure. Holiday. And where will you be staying? With my parents. They live over there. Lovely. Travel insurance? Oh, no, thanks. Have you got travel insurance? Uh, no. Check to see if you need any vaccinations? No. Checked out the local laws? No, look. <laughs> Why do I need to know all this? I'm just staying with my parents. Uh-huh. Is either of your parents A, a local lawyer, or the chief of police, B, fabulously wealthy, C, the owner of a private claim with its own fully trained medical staff, or D, none of the above? Uh, D. Lovely. Are you a superhero and in fact a Things can go wrong on holiday abroad, even if you're staying with family. So check it out before you check in. Visit fco.gov.uk slash friends and family. One last cigarette before bed. And while you're enjoying it, just remember that more people die in house fires caused by cigarettes than anything else. So make sure you put it out, right out, before you go to sleep. Fire kills. You can prevent it. Sleep tight. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Music and news for South 7FM. We're back after that fantastic break. We've got um, a story here as well. Shall I read this one out? You know we asked for bogey stories. Yeah, well, you did. You've got to see another bit of fascination. I do, after the incident. So we've got one here. Well, the sun's bright. Once, this is bogey story from Lee Hocking. Uh, once picking my nose in a primary school maths lesson, was very broad, bored, in brackets, was using a pencil and started to really get stuck in. Oh, this you can know where this is going, don't you? Only a few minutes later realised that the rubber was missing. <laughs> a, a, a trip to hospital sorted things out and I managed to get out of the history lesson and PE. Still have the offending item somewhere in hospital sample jar. Oh, that is vilely. That is absolutely vile. But it's a true story. Another true story on 7FM. I've got another another true story. Go on, M. Which is, this sounds quite gross. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's vile. Oh, <laughs> sorry, go on. My um, dearly beloved dad. Oh. Who... When I never realised until I was a little bit older, but um, used to I always used to suck the end of a pen, Ooh. and there was <laughs> <laughs> Co- that's why we don't have coffee in the studio. <laughs> oh, I had to swallow it then. <laughs> <laughs> we really do need to do this later. <laughs> that happens. Nearly went out all over the place then. And the, the end of this pen, I always thought there's a weird sort of to it oh anyway I realised when I was older that what my dad used to do would, would clean his ears oh. clean his ears all I was doing was eating earwax when I was a kid oh. Oh. earwax has got a funny taste doesn't it it's got a very taste like you shouldn't have it in your mouth <laughs> <laughs> okay okay on that point. yes, so, Pete, yes. We, we, you were going to do like sort of what's on ages ago Oh yeah, we, where, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh hang on, we didn't find the we didn't find the vision on thing, did we? Well, no, because you started talking and stuff. Oh and no! Stop producing the show. Yeah, wax bogies. And <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I've got it? I'm sure I have. Well, you've got it. We've got it now. Oh, uh, hang, hang on, hang on. Hot butter. That's not it. There, there. Do I still have my um, presenters folder? Yeah, you certainly have. Is it in there? Is it? Um, no, but you could use the music I used to use for. Uh, oh, me, 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 me. Oh, it's all about you in it. Eh? I haven't heard that for ages. I might get all emotional. What is it? What's oh. it called? The Zip. 
Where is it in content? It should just be there in that list that you've got. Love Unlimited, MFSB, the zip. That's it. Right, okay. Well, this is... You, you better be good, this song. This is a good track for um, the What's On. Here we go. See? That's all right. That's a bit of a... Get your fucking corn. So, looking ahead towards the summer, the Quedgley Fun Day. Of course, that was what was cancelled last year, wasn't it? It was, yes. indeed. The rain. So, uh, good luck to Quedgley this year. Hopefully, the weather's going to be nice. Might be snow this year. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Might be. Uh, listen carefully. It's on Saturday the 15th of June from 12 through until 6pm. Yes, that's a couple of months away, but it'll soon be here. It's going to be at Dymore 2 School Lane in Quedgley. There's going to be the fire service, birds of prey display, go-karts, stormtroopers, kite flying, military vehicles, bouncy castle, tombola, XL band. That sounds good. Uh, face painting, fun fair, and a bar. Even better. And many more going on throughout the day. For further details, contact Quedgley Parish Office on 01452 721 too. They're also saying we'd like to have some live bands to entertain the crowds from 6 through until 9pm. For more details, please contact Anna on 07952 524 317. That's Anna on 07952 524 317. That's great. Should we go? <coughs> I think we should. I can't one. make it. What do you mean you can't make it? That day I'm going to Wembley to see Bruce Springsteen. Oh, here we go. Unless, somebody, unless Anna wants a band Perhaps Bruce Springsteen would, instead of playing at Wembley, come to Dymore too. Um, I'll ring him and ask. I was going to see you. Talk to his people, see, see what they say. I thought he was dead. No, very much alive. Is he? The boss man, yeah. The boss man. Is he got the, has he got his band with him, the original band? The E Street band, yes. So, the one that used to be in The Sopranos, with the black... Yes. Well, he's going to be there. He'll be there. I'd go just to see him. Do the face thing. <laughs> That'd be great. But we should uh, we should do we should do uh, Die More Two. I think it'd be good. We'll do we what could. we were going to do last time. We were going to broadcast from there. Weren't we, we were. Should we do that? We could do that. It'll be Andy and Barry FM. Yeah, a, a, a Barry or a BFM. BFM. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. Cool. Can't believe you're not going to bother coming. I'd love to. Slap yeah, him. but you can't be bothered. I was no, well, no commitment. Last no year, yeah, was... you couldn't be bothered last year neither. I had to go to a wedding. I was gutted. You kept going about Lorraine, 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 Lorraine. L- Lorraine's going to cancel it. You mentioned her again earlier. Lorraine cancelled due to Lorraine. Oh, uh. <laughs> she gets everywhere. She does. I hope Lorraine doesn't cancel it this year. Oh, no, <laughs> it's, it's a sisterless now. Oh, now. <laughs> <laughs> check you out. So, going back to the bogey thing, if anybody's got any more bogey-related... Um, uh, well, we moved on to earwax. Oh, earwax or bogeys, we don't care, we're not proud. So, Lee Hocking came up with that story about sticking a pencil up his nose and having to have it removed in hospital. Um, something that I can bring up in project meetings, Lee, maybe? Quite useful? <laughs> Quite literally. Just um, want, you just want to walk in and just give him a pencil. <laughs> just don't say anything. Yeah, just, give, just give him the pencil. There, there you go, mate. Just in case you need a new one. I'll definitely do that. Lee, watch out for the incoming pencil next week, mate. In Thursday on Thursday. At high velocity. <laughs> oh, <laughs> pardon. pardon? pardon? <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I double clicked on that for a laugh and forgot that it would line up, <clears throat> which it did. True story. It was. So, what else has been going on in the news then? Um, as we just ruffle around and try and get. Um, We've talked about the incinerator, we talked about diesel, woman trapped in mud. Uh, What about North Korea? Tell me about North... What's the update, Barry? What's the update? Um, Is it going to kick off? Well, apparently US officials have played down the threat of war on the Korean peninsula after weeks of... Of what? Of bellicose statements. 
What's a bellicose statement? I don't know, but it sounds... It sounds like a spell check problem. Uh, or, uh, a, or a nice dish of meat. Rather inflammatory... I'll, I'll, I'll paraphrase yeah. it. For, uh, rather uh, inflammatory statements from Pyongyang. Oh, yeah. A White House uh, spokesman says US would not be surprised if North Korea launched a missile. Whilst a top US military officer said recent threats appeared to fit a familiar pattern, Pyongyang has threatened to attack both the US and South Korean targets. It has told foreign embassies it cannot guarantee their safety in a conflict. Diplomats in Pyongyang were asked on Friday to tell the foreign ministry by the 10th of April what, would, what help they would need in evacuating. The warning prompted Russia to ask whether Pyongyang was offering help in the, evector, in, in the event of a conflict or making a decision. South Korean media reported on Friday that the North had moved two intermediate-range missiles into position on the East Coast. The missiles are untested, but it is believed they could reach as far as the Pacific island of Guam, where, US where the US military has a base, and where it has been confirmed it will deploy a missile defence system. So, a whole is that like Scuds or something? Uh, <coughs> yeah, basically. Um, not quite as far-ranging as what a Scud can do, but... Um, it's a, it seems to be a whole lot of posturing going on. To be honest, if you if he was serious, you don't threaten, you just do it, don't you? There's no threatening. Well, it depends what... I mean, you don't just do it just for f nothing. So, they're ov he's obviously wanting something. Yeah, um, so he's threatening for a reason. What's he threatening for? What does he want? Sanctions lifted? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. So, when it comes it's to... weird. So, when it comes to North and South, South Korea, it's, well, LG and Samsung are, is that right? Yeah. So, they're very profitable, very... Technology-wise, they're up there. You know, mm. one of the first DVD players made. North Korea, not the same. No, Gangnam Style. Oh, That's really? Really? Well, they've done all right because of that, haven't they? Yeah, but apparently the the me, the, the advertiser. I mean, the advertising and the way that they um, seeded that into the into the market was actually very very clever. Mm. Um, it was a real coup in many ways. It was. So why they don't just stick to producing cheesy tracks rather than threatening with nuclear missiles? Make love, not war. Make love, not war. Yeah. But seriously, tracks, what, what does he actually want? Don't know. Don't really know. That. Who are his allies? <coughs> well, I think as he's finding out at the moment, not that many people. What about Russia? Russia's uh, been a bit on the on the fence, but even they've had sort of fairly strong words. Have they really? So, yeah. China. So, um, same. They got too much to lose, haven't they, China? Well, nobody really wants nuclear conflict in that sort of area because you've got that whole America, China, Russia sort. Of Wait, it's it's, it's uh, Asian Pacific problems. So, which w oh. which which way do the prevailing? I mean, I'm asking you, so I'm expecting you to know all this. By the way, you might not. Yeah. Which way do the prevailing winds go? Do they go that way or the other way? The other way. To us or to them? No, the other way. What's which? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. No, they go. Um, I know you said they actually float towards the states. That's why. In reality, they, they nobody believes they've actually got the capability to hit the states. Yeah. But it's the if they actually detonate something big enough and there's a prevailing wind across the Pacific, then um, you could get some fallout that way. You know, we talked last last time about sort of dirty bombs and things like that. Yeah, similar type of effect. Dirty bomb. Mm. Do you ever? No, no, I won't no ask don't that. Uh, don't ask the question. No, oh, we got some more. You Facebook. can see the question forming, couldn't you, in the head? Yeah. And you're just like, oh, I could. S no, don't do it. What's mm -hmm. this? Helen Ray is saying looks like you've been talking to yourself, Al. No, she hasn't, Helen. Helen, Helen Ray from Wales. Come around here, nicking all our money. Inflammatory <coughs> <coughs> state with that. <laughs> <laughs> she knows I'm only serious. That's what I say to her, you see. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's okay. a private joke that no one else would get, so I just to retract, I don't mean that, uh, in case anyone else from Wales thinks that. Right, okay. Okay. Should we just move Sorry, on? Sorry, do, do, do you want that shovel? <laughs> or, um... <laughs> <laughs> what, what is that hole you just dug in the middle of the I office? Don't know. 
Um, yeah, so Helen, are you listening to us, are you? I can't believe you are. I'm very, very, very touched. In more ways than one. I bet she's just looking at on the Facebook wall. She's oh, yeah, she probably is. Yeah, yeah definitely. <sighs> so, so you reckon Korea, it could, it could be okay? I'm just a bit worried about it all kicking off. I worry about nuclear war. It is a thing to worry about. It's, oh. It is fairly... Um, we hear that. Terminal, really. It's, uh, it's not a good state. Um, we, we've just got to wait to see. I, I think that we'll see a missile test over the next um, next week or so. Really? Uh, sort of well, just the way that they're messing around, they're moving stuff around. They've got a lot of capability that is untested. And so to escalate things, they might do a missile test. It won't have anything in it. But uh, when they've tried to do it in the past... Um, it's failed. No. Yeah. So... But it will. It's not the fact that they're doing a the whatever the technology they're testing. It's the fact that they are doing the missile test that will be the. Um, is uh, that like a, factor. one of them? Or it is pretty much. Is it um, as, bi- as big as one of them, or is it just them? Um, it no, it's, it is quite a big. Um, yeah. What do you think, Pete? Scary, isn't it? It is, isn't it? But we could become the broadcast. We could become one of the only stations on the air. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much hope for life. Barry Kirby's going to become our nuclear war correspondent. He's going to be a little bit like Kate Eady. Yeah. Don't know quite how to take that. <laughs> <laughs> take it how you like. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of another line there, but I won't say no, it. No, no, no. You, you just told yourself back there, lad. So talking <laughs> of BBC correspondents, did you see uh, what else happened this week at the BBC? Apparently a bulb blew in the new studio. Bang. Yeah. Did I mention I went to TV Centre the other week? No, you but that was a cool picture. Uh, which one? With the quattro. Oh, do you think? That was awesome. Yeah. I, I was a tea jealous. Oh, uh, well, I downloaded, I watched it on Netflix, and Emily, um, Emily was sat there, and I just said, just watch this, this bit of, um, it was with, um, oh, what's the, the one who was in Ashes to Ashes that was out uh, of spooks? Kylie, Carly? Oh, um, Ray Kylie. Jepsen? No, that's not in no. it. <laughs> I can't remember her name. Really pretty girl. She yeah. was dressed up as a uh, prostitute in the first series. And he comes in with the car and spins it around the car park and then they get out and try and shoot the bloke holding it. <laughs> and I just went to Emily. See that car there? I touched it. And I touched it in the same place that she's touching it as well. And she turned around and said, Dad, you're, you're still really creepy. Dad, get away from me, you freak. Yeah, she did say that seven or eight times. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was good. It was good. I just it was just a great day. Great day. Cool. So hopefully Sean's going to get me around BBC Broadcasting House as well at some point. Better that one happen. Because they won't <laughs> allow me in there, will they? No. No. Not after the incident. Not after the incident. But yeah, apparently Bob Blue, Sean fell down the stairs at uh, Broadcasting House. Sean, why don't you give us a call uh, on 348555 and tell us what happened. Sean? Did he die? No, he's still... Like, well, I don't know. I hope not. Blimey, be Because that would be dead clever to uh, Facebook from the grave. Dead clever. Mm. Well, I said he's everywhere. He is everywhere. Yeah. He's omnip- nip- omnipotent. 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 Check him out. Um, yeah, so it's uh, it's 9.35, coming up to 9.35 by the time you hear this. Um, it's Saturday the 6th of April. Where's this year gone? I don't know. It needs to slow down. I've got a lot to do <coughs> by the end of this month. Have you? And Is it work? Well, it's sort of work. It's election-y stuff and oh, all that yeah. sort of jazz. Because you're looking for election, aren't you? Yeah. So it needs to just slow down a bit because I need to get everything in by the end of the month and then it can speed up again. So what happens with the election thing? I don't understand politics really. Well, you know when you go into the polling station and you put a little X in a box for your mate? Yeah. Um, Will it have your name in there? Unfortunately not for you. Why? Um, well, because I'm standing for Grange and Kingsway which is over the far side of Quedgley. I'm not standing for Hardwick. Oh. Sorry. 
And I don't think your mate Ian is either. Oh. He's, um, so you, you won't have a mate to I'll vote for. I'll have to fall back on the, uh, standard one then. Yeah, you won't. <laughs> we'll come and have a word. I'll, <laughs> send, I'll send the boys <coughs> around. <coughs> send the, the boys around and the girls to have a quick chat with him yeah. and do him if he does anything wrong. Yeah, quite. Um, Ever thought of standing, Pete? No, I think he should. I, I, I want to get I want to get Pete onto Crazy Parish Council because I think I think we need his his um, he's good. vim and vigor he on, onto it. To he's, uh, a f- he's a visionary. To, to I would say I wouldn't I wouldn't fancy all that knocking on doors. No, no, the Parish Council you don't do any of that. Oh, don't you? No, no, no. Parish Council you just go and talk sense. No, oh, that, yeah. that that does that that does elude some of my colleagues. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> But you, we'd have a laugh. We'd actually do stuff. You would be good on Crazy Paris Council. Would I? Yeah, yeah, you would. You would, because you're a doer. You are one of the reasons 7 FM succeeded. Doer. Doer. But we're not here anymore. Well, we are going Well, we are here. We are. Hello. Yeah, 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 we are. Hello. Still here. We're not in one of your dreams I'm now. Already, already. Some of the hangers on who've just de- de- deserted it. <laughs> Don't need them. <laughs> Still can't wait to the day when we're back bigger than better. Yeah. Definitely. We'll be back. We'll I, I, did, I did like um, Amanda's thing of um, rather than calling it 7FM calling it Phoenix FM because we'll have risen from the ashes yeah no, I've already cracking. registered that Dr. have you? Well done. <laughs> <laughs> she's coming in as well our sister station our sister station Phoenix FM Dance Attack FM 7 Sports FM yes yeah, all, all the, these radio yeah. stations isn't it we uh, uh, <laughs> no <laughs> go, on, go on, say it. We are responsible. No, I, I was going to say it in a slightly different way, but yes, you're right. We are, are responsible. <laughs> so, Seven Sport today are going to be doing a commentary. Do you know what's happening this afternoon? Love the grass. Oh, is that countdown? All of Barry's theme tunes sound like countdown. Yeah. Because I've got no sense of tone or rhythm. I've seen you. I've seen you dancing. I watched it again this week. You have. Uh oh. I think we should make that known. Okay, can we get that published? Can you put it well, on? The- Amanda's on about putting it as a uh, as a featured article on to Quedley people. Oh, definitely. That yeah, would be good. Thanks for that. Definitely. But um, be quite. I don't mind. I don't mind. It's all, it's all there for a bit of a laugh and for charity. Charity, mate. Yeah. What were so, you going to say, Petey? No, I was just going to say, can't wait for the Grand National this afternoon. Love yeah. that. Yeah. I I I just I don't like the dying bit. Well, I'm, 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 I don't think the people who die like to die, but either. No, I mean the horses. I'm not worried about the jockeys. It's tough if they do. They just do it. For, they know they're. But the horses have not got a clue. They just mm. are driven to, to to do what the jockey tells them. Yeah. Don't have know if I, 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 I maybe not said the wrong thing there. That's no, no, I, I, think. I think right now. I mean, a, a lot of the stuff I've read around it is. Um, so somebody made the point that actually if you got rid of horse racing then A, all the horses would have to die anyway yeah it's they part would. Of the industry. you'd also put a whole lot of people out on onto job market because you know everything oh, from, the massive. St- from the state from like the stable boys all the way up to you know trainers and all that sort of stuff they would all go it's a massive uh, betting industry the only thing it's Fox weird Fox is the same exactly yeah. the same well the only thing I, I don't like about the horse racing is the fact it's a gambling industry yeah ironically. it is, it is. Um, if you could do the same thing like a- athletics almost that you're not because the whole thing is driven on betting that's the only thing I don't really like about it yeah um, but then you can bet on anything these days well, you, well can. you can yeah I bet you something but I mean I'm not sure whether this is serious I mean um, obviously there are other um, gambling associations available but, just say but, what you like but Paddy Power <clears throat> who are very good at um, marketing yeah I mean they put on um, their Facebook page this week the odds of the nuclear war beginning what are they 
I can't, I can't remember now, but you know, I mean, that's that's the kind of thing. Two to one against. You, you can you can literally bet on anything. Yeah, you can. Oh, you can't. Yeah, and um, you you can actually walk into a bookies and say, you know, because people bet on their kids becoming, you know, when the kids being born, you know, I bet bet my child becomes a, a new a scientist or something, or prime oh, minister. Or, yeah, wait a long time. Like I that, mean, yeah. my personal thing about the whole horse racing thing is is the fact that yes, there are risks involved. All you hope for is that they try to do their best. You know, the authorities, when they're, they're building the fences, the course, yeah. they do whatever they can to um, minimise that risk. Yeah, definitely. But everyone involved in, or most people involved in horse racing, the trainers, the owners, the jockeys, they love their horses. Of course they do. And they're treated very well. Uh, yeah. And, you know, yeah, unfortunately right. accidents happen. Yeah. And, you're right, they are. But it's just that... And it's probably better now than it ever has been because, you know, 30, 20 years ago, probably even less than that, you didn't have that, you know, it was, uh, the horses were just a byproduct and whatever happened, happened, you know, but now you've got animal rights, you've got, oh, I mean, maybe not animal rights, but you've got loads of other things that are there to protect the horses and, yeah. and their... No, but I don't think anybody's ever not cared about the horses. No, I think no, it's just no, now, yeah. it's now, because of the media as well, it's, it's, it's more in front of everybody else's mind. Yeah. But the, um, it's really interesting seeing the way that, um, you know, people's perception of it goes. I mean, a lot of people complain about the Grand National, you know, about, because horses die. But then there are so many other horse meets. Mm. Horse meets. <laughs> um, horse meetings. Um, <laughs> I think you said <laughs> it. Okay, across thinking, the, um, there's only one type of horse meet, isn't there? <laughs> it's you know, a horse. Up, up and down the country that yeah. just aren't as popular. Yeah. Um, it's just the fact that the Grand National is the one that's known and then everyone kicks off against it. Yeah, so, exactly. And a horse yeah. runs around in a field can, can easily, um, I don't know, it's a hole. Or, or try to climb over a fence or did whatever and, you know, injure themselves that way, so... Did you know that they are not natural jumpers? They have to be taught to jump. Horses are not natural jumpers. You wouldn't want to wear one, would no, you? No, I was going to say, I mean, I prefer <laughs> cardigan myself, but, you know... It's true. true. True fact. True fact, guys. We've had a tweeter. We've had a tweet come in to 7FM. It says... Oh, it's by me. Last 20 minutes of the SBBS on 7fm.com. So, it's true, you it is. You that without moving your lips. Well, I don't know. Clever. It's very clever. It's that thing you taught me about. Should we play a quick ad break? Then we'll be back after this uh, on the 7 Ball Breakfast Show. Best electronic dance music ever created on planet Earth. Every Saturday evening from 8 through till 10 p.m. UK time. This is Dance Attack on 7 FM. Okay, class, music on. Let's go. Time to warm up. Four steps to the left. And Debbie, turn that thermostat up 18 to 21 degrees. Okay, everyone, bend forward. Pick up that bowl of hot soup and eat. And put on those extra layers. One, two, three. Now, most important, check your neighbour. Are they okay? Good. Let's go. There are lots of ways to warm up this winter. If you know someone at risk from the cold, check on them to make sure they're okay. Find out more at nhs.uk slash keep warm, keep well. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com.
for mankind Dead kings, many things I can't define Occasions, spots, wagons, what are your mind? In the sense of compliments, the color of time Who cares what games we choose? Little to win, but nothing to lose on 7FM with the three boys and a little girl but the little girl's going she's staying she's staying is she going is she she's staying? going, she's she's going. going. She's I think she should go and ask mum to make us some bacon rolls that would be fantastic wouldn't it boys yeah would that be good I wouldn't say no would you say no I've got to go calculate the points though I know it's so boring no no but, but um, bacon butchie is, is quite good on points I used to have that every morning is it it's um was it it's <clears> a point for <throat> a point per rasher and then you've got two, then you've got two points for the roll well, that'll do then. Yeah. I think. Have I got a can for the coffee? No, there's... No, no, because no, no, it's... Black coffee. Black free. coffee, it's free. With milk. Yeah. Um, All right, now, you've, you've not heard me do my impression of Billy Connolly for a while. No. And that wasn't very good neither, no. so... You need to get born. Let's talk more a bit more like this a little bit. So we've just had a text in. Can you guess who it's from? Ah, uh, Kath. It's from Kath. Hello, boys. Kath Hello. here. Hello. Hello. Q and his Billy Connolly voice again. <laughs> ha ha. Hello, Kath. How Hello. are you? And the fam? Yeah. Everything. How's it going? Why don't you call us on Gloucester 348555? We'll put you straight out and you can talk to us because we've missed your voice. We have. We She's have. got a lovely voice. She has. She has. All Scottish and mm. stuff. Call us now. We'll answer and put you straight out. Go on. You know you want to. So while she's doing that and dialing the number, which is 01452 we were just talking about your diet, weren't we? Yeah. So you can eat bacon. 
I think. Yeah, no, I mean, Barry you, said. You, can, you can eat anything, obviously, but it's it's that thing of everything has to be pointed. Yeah. What, you, like celery? That's not very pointy, is it? Well, no. Well, celery is, is zero points because it's, it's negative calories. Um, is that true? It, it takes you more to eat than you... It, it takes you more calories to digest it than just to eat it. Uh, so if you had a bucket of celery... You'd you'd lose weight. But I said before, I always, feel like, um, <laughs> I always feel like I always like a naughty child, like a, at work when people bring in biscuits and I get up to go to the biscuit tin. All the girls will look at me and go, "Yeah, do you really want that?" And I do. Fatty. I, in, in the end, I just turn around and go, "No, okay, no." And sit back at my desk. But I should go. Yes, yes. I'm yes. the man. Yes, I'm the man. So I what's your what's your daily point allowance? Five hundred forty-five. Yeah. Uh, what was yours, Barry? Um, 300 Oh, we're ringing. Oh, uh, we're ringing. We'll ring it. Hey, we're ringing. It's flashing. It's flashing. Oh, I wonder if we've got her on this call. Hello, boys. Hey, how you doing? Not bad. Am I on air? You are on air. So if no. you've got your radio, turn it down in the background. And this is a proper Scottish voice. None of your... Oh, none of my rubbish. How yeah. you doing? I'm doing good, yeah. How's good things? You on. I just, I just saw that you were all on Facebook, and I thought, ooh, I'll check the tune in app. You've yeah. got Checked a nice it voice. right enough. There you are, yapping away your usual nonsense. Definitely You're nonsense. Gonna... Nonsense. <laughs> this is a highly scripted, <laughs> well prepared drivel. Yes, indeed <laughs> it is. You'll have to do some uh, jingles for us because I love your voice, Kath. I really do. Andy, I offered you this so long ago. And the and the voice and the voice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's rude, isn't he? Joy. He's a little naughty. Oh, you're, you're breaking up a bit. Do you feel all right? Uh, as usual. Ah, are you on a mobile? I am, yes. Stand near the window. <laughs> what? Stand near the window. I am. Oh. Windows is best of the pain. Lean out the window. Ah. <laughs> a bit further. So how is everything? Hear me now. Hear me now. Hear me now. Yeah, we can just about hear you. You're breaking up a little tiny bit, but uh, it's okay. <laughs> no, you've oh. gone a bit uh, GSME now. GSME? What? <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> what was <laughs> that? <laughs> that's, that's a sound effect. That's brilliant. <laughs> that sounds strange. That me. What network are you uh, on? O2, and oh. it's absolutely rubbish where we are, unfortunately. Just, just say O2 again. O2 again. O2. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Andy, will you stop doing that? She's got that's a fantastic voice. Oh, no. It's a good job we haven't got one. Yeah, just say oh, that. No. <laughs> <laughs> say it again, say it again. <laughs> the favourite saying that I have, I can't actually broadcast on here, you know that, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Oh, great, oh, it's fantastic hearing you again. It's brilliant. Yeah. Mm. I do listen in now and then when it's when it's going. Yeah, well, we uh, we, we got uh, we got shows in the week that are mainly recorded, but they they're good shows, and then there's our yeah. show, <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is acceptable. Bringing up the rear. It's, yeah, well, that's that's choice three, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, what you got planned today then? What I've got planned today on this sunny, beautiful day it's in lovely, South Gloucestershire is, um, not sure actually, I have to pop into Tesco up the road. Okay. Because they've, they've donated a phone for Abby. So <gasps> fantastic. To have down so she's in hospital. So that's oh, that's brilliant. So, Where is Abby at the moment? Right, chilling out. Where is Abby at the moment? Is she back home yet, or is she still down? She's at home, yeah. We spent the last week in Gloucester Royal. Yeah. Um, she wasn't very well, but, yeah, she's at home at the moment and doing really, really well, so... Fantastic. Okay. Oh. So, excellent. quick update from all of us, and, uh... Yeah. You guys. Yeah, excellent. Well, it's been absolutely great talking to you, Kath. Maybe we'll get I you in here on a Saturday morning. That'd be cool. Oh, 
I fucking get up early enough. <laughs> That's why we had to put the show back. Right. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy the rest of your show. Okay, mate. We'll have fun. All right. Um, yeah, we'll see you soon. Take care. Okay, take care. Bye. See you. Bye. See you. Bye. That is brilliant, isn't it? Good news about Abby as well. That's yeah. good. Excellent yeah. stuff. It's really cool because she obviously puts all the updates on Facebook and stuff as well, so yeah. you can... Uh, you can keep track of how she's getting on. Uh, so so good as well. Such a brave girl. Oh yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I, I find it incredible because if I was like that, I don't think I could do half the stuff that what she's done with yeah, such such almost like good grace and you know just cracking on and doing it. There's no. I, I just find it amazing. Yeah, it's true. Um, I wouldn't have the uh, the guts and courage that that girl is. No. Yeah, so definitely not. Round of applause for Abby. Yes, Yay. definitely. And for Cass as well. Yay! Yay. And for me. Yay! Oh, not doing that. Right. Oh. No. <coughs> Let's get stick one in there. Is there any more news in here or is it all boring? So what else have we got on here? We've new uh, Lucky Lakey Bank. Why well, uh, so Cypress Bank, so <coughs> um, Cypriot savers are furious with their banks, but staff at the now defunct Lucky Bank has been affected worse than most. Lucky Bank. Many borrowed money to buy shares in the bank, which are now worthless, and feel losing both their jobs and their pensions. You won't wish this to happen on your worst enemy. Well, that's not true. That could be quite funny. All this anxiety, seeing your staff desperate, your kids not understanding what is happening, like everyone else in Cyprus, um, the, the manager has spent hours querying, queuing outside ATMs over the past three weeks. The fact that he himself was the manager at one of the Cypriot banks at the centre of the crisis made a little difference. While the banks were closed, petrol stations stopped accepting credit cards, so if you wanted to drive, you had to wait in line. Everyone's thinking about themselves, he says. Everyone has to figure out how to feed their family, how to send their money to their children who are studying, and how to pay for schools. It's not a good place not to be. Not a good be. place to be at the moment, Cyprus. I mean, that is tragic, that, to be honest. But yeah. you, work in, you work in a bank. Within reason, you think you're going to be... Even if things go wrong, you think you're fairly secure in a bank. But oh. see, I mean, I've never been a massive fan of the Euro, anyway. No, I haven't, either. But to me, this sort That's of... a bit anti-Labour, isn't it? Sorry, did I mention the no. politics? No. no okay. No, no, Labour rejected going into the, uh, into the, into the Euro. Okay. Um... I'm also into Europe, but we won't go into that. Um, <laughs> no, but th this just sort of shows to me that the problem with with the euro is because all the uh, all these strong countries, you know, your um, your Germany's and all that sort of stuff. The whole point of the euro, surely, if it's like the American dollar, is that it's one common currency and everybody helps each other out because it's now one common state. Yeah. But it just seems to me, because Greece obviously got into their bit of trouble and everyone, that was looking a bit dicey, and instead of the Europe sort of coming together and said, we'll get behind it, they just sort of said, uh -huh. if you don't sort yourselves out, we're going to kick you out. Yeah, exactly. And then apparently um, Cyprus had to print a whole lot of its own currency just in case... Did it? They got kicked out of the euro. And said, and said well, surely the whole point is we're all one currency, so sort it out. So, I mean, to me, that just epitomises why, why we shouldn't join the euro. Job done. It's, you know, it's funny because economics was never one of my strong points at school. I never understood it. And I never understood quantitative, quanti quantitative easing. easing and why you just can't print more money. Oh, I don't understand that, No. I shouldn't admit this being a business person, but I, I don't know, get it. Economics in macroeconomics, you know, the whole world economics, it's all a complete lie. It is, isn't it? Because it's, it, it do, you know, true value of money just doesn't exist. No. Um, if you look at what money is actually for, i.e. you want to trade with somebody, but you don't necessarily want to trade with them for what they've got, so you use a paper currency to make an equivalence, then, um, you know, everybody who just racks up money, what do you, it's all worthless. In the grand scheme of things. So you could just print, so for example, if we now, between the three of us, printed the Bazaar, PT and Clarky Bank PLC yeah. money, and used it to between ourselves. Mm. You can do that. 
What, what? Speaking of which, I, you need to invoice <laughs> me for you for your projector, and then I'll pay you in Buzz P, Buzz PDM. Oh, and, I forgot and, and about that. Cards. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, my 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 bookkeeper said that I'm allowed to play. So, so how much did we say? About twenty five quid in a bag of chips. Was it really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a bag of chips plus fat? <laughs> no, it's second hand, so it's, it's, there's no vat involved. Is the first part of the second hand if it's irrelevant? No, there isn't. Yes, there is. No, there isn't. Yes, there is. Joe, can you tell Andy? <coughs> ring up and just tell us, because I asked that. The, the, it's and, irrelevant, um, the, whether it's second hand or not. If you're selling a goods, regardless... I know, because it's not your, um... It's not your prime product. It's irrelevant. It's not. I, no, no, it is, trust it's me. Really no, it is. You there's no VAT on second hand cars? No, there's no VAT. No, you can't claim VAT back on cars anyway, only half of it, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, but... But, no, there is, I have to, because I have to invoice you plus VAT. No, you don't. No, I do, trust me. I'll put you on... Well, either way, I don't really care, because we're obviously claiming back anyway. Yeah. So, but, yeah, uh... I can't not invoice you without... Because I bought it through my limited company. Yeah. So I have to invoice... I can't... Everything I sell has to have VAT on it through my limited company. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I, I don't really care. Um... Okay. <laughs> Hey, we're boring him now. Yeah. Uh, how do we get onto that? I don't know. Um, I we're talking about the bank of Pete, oh, Clarkie yeah, yeah, yeah. and Bazzer. Uh, but no, that, well, that's what, that, you get Stroudies, don't you? Um, the Stra Stroud has set up its own currency. Have they? Yeah. So you can go, if you go and shop in Stroud and you've got the, I think they are, the, the Stroud Pounds or Stroudies, and you can go and pay using their own currency. What, I, what, what do they look like? Um, I don't know, I've never seen one. So what stops you printing one? Well, photocopying it. Goodwill and intention, I guess. Don't know. Now, What's that? Yeah, it's this thing that you haven't seen much of, but <laughs> it's something that we, we do quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, apparently Shadow did it, and so, <laughs> not, no reason why we couldn't do it. You know, you have to have some special paper and stuff, mm. and you have to have some really cool photos on, on, on the banknotes. Yeah. You have to have a safe. Safe? You in it. <coughs> in it? We've got... <laughs> We got two and a half minutes to go, so oh, please, ready on such a high. Should we? <laughs> should, should we play a song out to the end? Yeah, got that. Because that way we can just like have a fight. Have a fight. I really, um, I really enjoyed the bacon booty that we've had today. Well, I'm very disappointed. I tell you what, we'll do. Um, we'll go out with this song. So this is a Doctor Evil song. Um, yeah. I know. <laughs> um, and this one is from. Um, this is obviously from Austin Paris too. Just before we do that, I'd like to say thank you for listening today. What would you like to say, Brad? I'd like to say see you next week. Okay. What would you like to say, Pete? I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Oh, yes, you will. So... Uh, you off again? Yeah. Yeah, working next week. No well, commitment. Down the docks. <laughs> this was another one from uh, Keith Waters. I thought you were off the air. He sent that, uh, well, that came on at uh, quarter to ten. So, no, we're not. We spoke about that ages ago. We did, but he's did. emailed again. Oh, right, okay. Right. On FaceTube. So, okay, this is Dr. Evil, just the two of us, uh, from Austin Paris 2. We'll be back, the news after this, and then, uh, I don't know what else happening, but we got uh, Sport Radio later, 7 Sports, and we'll With be back Gigi's. next week. Yes, it is. From the moment I heard Frau say I had a clone I knew that I'd be safe cause I'd never be alone An evil doctor shouldn't speak aloud about his feelings My hurt and my pain don't make me too appealing I hope Scott would look up to me Run the business of the family Had an evil empire just like his dear old dad Give him my love and the things I never had Scott would think I was a cruel guy Return the love I have, make me want to cry Be evil, but have my feelings too Change my life with Oprah and Maya Angelou But Scott rejected me 
say la vie, life is crude, treats you unfairly, even so, a god there must be, mini me, you complete me, uh-huh, Just me, yeah, just, me. just me and you Getting jiggy with it Yeah Hmm, quite pleasant really Boston and around the world on www.7fm.com.